This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chasing the Tide. It's your saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Back at you, finally. It's like, dang, it's like, where's Dustin been? Man, life happens, you know. We're only doing like one episode a month and and just trying to trying to keep on that grind, you know. So, got a guest lined up tonight. You know, we just been uh, just been grinding, man, working. Um, you know, out there trying to grab some content here and there, get on the water. I got on the water today. You know, we finally got some some fronts pushing through down here, um, cooling the water temps off and everything, getting those getting those big girls moving. Uh, had a couple solid fish today, uh, targeting uh, uh, speckled trout. Um, really starting to uh, starting to move around. They're starting to fatten up a little bit, put on that winter coat. So uh, we'll see what happens with that in the next few weeks. Um, Leading into the holidays, you know, we'll go on our holiday break here uh, pretty soon and then kick back off after the new year with uh, 2024. So looking forward to um, the new year and what all is in store. Um, There's some cool stuff 
coming down the pipes. We'll get into that later. Um, but first, we're going to bring our guest on. We got the man himself, Albert Guzman, Mr. Guzman. What's going on? Howdy, bud. Hang tight, man. Hang tight. Just uh, nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get off work, man. Like less than an hour, about an hour ago now. Yeah. Man, I haven't even taken my boots off or anything. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I got like straight to the car wash, wash the truck and the yak down, and then then unload everything. You know, spray the reels down, spray the motor down. You know, repack everything, rinse the lures off that I had like strode across the deck of my kayak and all that good stuff. And then uh, grab a quick dinner, grab a shower, and then jump on on here. So. Yeah, man, stoked to have you on, brother. Um, you know, normally we start out with a little intro, a little background about yourself and, uh, you know, your fishing history, and then what led you into that plastic boat? Yeah, I want to say I picked up uh, fishing after I got out of drag race. I used to do a lot of drag race, four-mile drag race. Like, 2018, I got out of it. You need to come to the past time, uh, started fishing for the gear. Uh, that was kind of really it, man. Always put the gear alive, you know, setting up wide lines, catching the team, big reds, uh, big uh, bull reds. From there, uh, never really saw a lot of kayakers go offshore, but when I was in shore as a gear, I kayakers getting where I couldn't have or I couldn't yeah. wait to. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a bad decision. And I did. I picked up a Pelican 138 HP. I thought, it was, <laughs> I thought it was a smart choice, but I think probably about a month. I used that thing once or twice. Went and picked up a Kobe for almost the price. No. Yeah. You learn real quick, right? That's about like me buying a feel free back in the day. <laughs> it's like, holy crap, this thing's a tugboat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know much, but I know this thing, right? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, like a barge, and then it non-tracking, and it just was tough, man. But you know, when you're paddling, you know, I started out on a uh, a perception, like a caster 12.5, like a little. Like I talked about it on multiple kayak, uh, podcasts before. It was like yellow, and then I did like a black fade. It looked like a bruised banana on the top of my car. So everybody would say I caught a top, and they'd be like, "Oh, here comes Dustin with that bruised banana." All the guys at work kind of started saying that, and I was like, "Well, what'd you catch today in your boat? I bet you I did better than you." <laughs> that would mess with them, you know. Give them a little, rib them a little bit, you know. But yeah, 130 HD Pelican. And then you jumped into Hobie, and then you was like, "Oh, I'm going offshore and chasing the, the, the big uh, fish." My third time in a kayak, we went offshore, and it was 2018 Ray Del Mar. I think that was my. That's your your maiden voyage. Your your pop the cherry there and the <laughs> yeah, man. It was the first time in the kayak, and it was a used kayak. So what do you think happened? Oh no! Had Did a it, hole in it. It had uh, cr- it had a hole in it. It had a hole in it, and luckily, you know, I went like my buddy invited me, and they went on yeah. the door a lot. So I didn't know, you know, I'm still wet behind the ears, and they had a yeah. I was like, I just thought this was normal. You know, it was leaning sideways. It was my first time in that kayak. And that gangster lean going on. It's... The whole time. They're like, wow. Uh, do you have water inside? I was like, I don't know. What do I check? I opened the center. And 
Yeah, Ooh. like, yeah, about, like, six inches, and they're like, oh, man. You about to be swimming. <laughs> so, Dang. I was building, like, every 20, 30 minutes. And I was still busy, and I was like, yeah. fine, I can manage. Yeah. Talking about a yeah. steep learning curve. Did you catch any fish? Yeah, yeah, I caught my first kiki fish, and it was, it was like, probably mid-40s. Yeah? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah that's a... That's a fun event too, you know. It, it always falls on my night shift, so I, I, I normally don't have a lot of vacation left. <laughs> so I'm usually just burning one day or another and fish the inshore, and then it's going to fall one year. Where I'm gonna be able to fish all of it. I'm gonna be able to fish everything because I I like to get out there offshore too. But it's better to you know go with a group. You know, we've talked about that before with the other guests, Chris and Castro, and and um, you know just definitely. Uh, something you don't want to go solo <laughs> and do Not i mean you can but but yeah you need to have all your ducks in a row uh your radio and just your flare and your signaling devices and maybe even an eperb you know just to have if you need it because like you said you know what happened you there was a crack in your kayak you're taking on water you know you never know you never know the unknown so self-rescue and all that it's always been good to be proficient on that so yeah talk about the you know the you started out there in 2018 in that ray del mar and then um i know back in the day we used to have what the blue water classic i wasn't into kayaks then that was before yeah that was a little before it yeah i heard i've heard some killer stories about that um like great turnouts and all kind of stuff so just when when you got in the scene coming in into you know five six years ago there and radio mar kicked off and then um the, is that what kind of uh grabbed you right there was the offshore the thrill of that or were you still mixing it up and doing chasing the redfish and stuff as well i still did it all really like, yeah what caught it up for me was gear fishing that's what made me get a kayak like oh i want to go out yeah there. i want to go, go out there. there yeah yeah that that's what sold it for me and community is cool and all and tournaments are fun and all but yeah. Like, really, I just honestly got into kayak fishing to get fucked <laughs> Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. Dang. So, yeah, what's, uh, name some of the, what are some of the fish you've caught here in, in, in the Texas waters? In kingfish. Uh, kingfish, red snapper. Snapper. Grouper, like gad grouper. Yeah. Uh, caught, uh, little rock hinds. Rock hinds. Yeah. Tons of those trigger fish. Any uh, ling? No, have not. No cobia yet. Haven't. I, I don't think I go to the rigs enough. Yeah. To try to target those. You know what I mean? But I'm sure I'm you've paid the tax, man, a couple times. So. Um, I've honestly only been taxed once. Oh right? wow. Yeah, they've been nice to me. They've been nice to me. Man. Been nice. I'm due for a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Oh, there's some good ones out there. <laughs> no, like I've, seen, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. You know, they can cruise up. I've seen a couple charts that I had to turn off real quick. Yeah, they come check you out. You know, want to see what it is. Yeah, but luckily, I mean, I've only brought up one fish that was cut in half. Yeah. And it was in the dead of winter. I don't know how that happened. Whoa. Was it a snapper? Uh, yeah. Yeah, normally you like winter time on them calm days that water gets below 70 in the surf you know surf temp and golf golf temp then big sows move on in any kind of structure you can find yeah. you know in in 
35, 40 foot can hold some big snapper that time of year. Yeah, we, we've yeah, caught some good. solid ones in the winter time. Like it's, yeah. they move on in. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of year, but they shut it down. You know, right. Already, so. Yeah, you can't keep them. You can still take a good picture with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Juice ain't worth the squeeze to let those go out there. No, right? I know, dude. They're so good, but it, but you can keep the mangroves all I, day. I haven't seen a lot of mangroves caught offshore here. I've seen a lot caught inshore, but they're like the little 12, yeah, 16, 12, 16 yeah. Not like Nevere, where there's some monsters out there on the. You can get some big ones out there on the reef there. Pensacola, maybe. But yeah, Pensacola. Uh, maybe I've said too much. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. It's pretty good out there, man, on those mangroves. Yeah, that's why I say you just had a trip over there recently, didn't you? Yeah, um, I snuck out over there for a quick turn and burn trip. And no Last weekend or, or like a few weeks back, wasn't it? A couple weeks back. A yeah. couple weeks back. Before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, right before Thanksgiving, we went out there. And I really went out there. You know, like, on tuna. Yeah, uh, the blackfin were running, yeah. Yeah, I had, I was 0 for 1, man. I had a good run. It burned me down twice. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, dang. I was be running out, running out. It burned me down twice. Ran straight towards me, caught up to it real quick. Oh. And then the second time it did it, caught up to it real quick, and I was, it changed direction pretty fast. Oh, yeah, then things, like, fly in the water. They're, I like. I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, it's going to be, like, a kingfish, you know, like, kind of predicted, not too crazy. Oh, man. Everywhere. Wow. man, so any other, you had some snapper? Yeah, we on went that out and uh, still caught, you know, two-day limit of snapper. I went out Saturday. I had to grind for him. I had, I've never fished that area the next time. It, it was a lot tougher, man. It was, it was tougher, tougher, huh? It's a little backward. You know, like, wintertime here, snapper was still Yeah. Over there, I felt like it was backwards. It like they moved, they pushed off more. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And then again, it was the end of the season for Red Sea. Yeah, it was the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. About to close it up. And it was literally, I think, like a couple days before the closed over there. So that could have been it too, but. No, Man. Because no. all that, that reef's like close. Like there's a lot of structure they put in there, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty killer over there. I'm, I'm. I want to get over there one of these days. I've surfed it many a times <laughs> in the Vera Pier, but never fished over there. I've always wanted to offshore. I've, I've stopped and fished some inshore stuff over there, but I always wanted to get over there and, and, and hit it. I didn't like their inshore too much. It's not like what we're used to, you know, like where it's just grass where you know, potholes everywhere. It was real bare. I feel like over there. It's a little different. There's some backwater stuff that's pretty good, like up towards the uh, like Milton and stuff like that, the upper end of Escambia Bay, and, and you know when the fi the fish push back up in those those deeper estuaries, it gets pretty fun up there. Pretty yeah. good. Or you could fish the bridge for the big bull reds and the tarpon there, here and there on that that long bridge with the lights and stuff there it gets pretty pretty neat i've seen a huge triple tail there like a lot of triple tail pics coming from that bridge yeah years back i don't know if they're they're still doing that but 
Bull Reds, I don't want to Bull Reds, I've, I've caught my share of those. There's there's plenty of them around. Um, triple tail on the kayak, yeah. Yeah. My biggest is 21 on the kayak, well, 21 inches. I'd like to I'd like to bust that up. I'd like to get a 21-pounder. <laughs> Oh, we have some over here. If you got the right conditions and, and you know you know how to target them, I'm not going to share too much. <laughs> There's already enough people out there chasing them in boats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, West Matagorda Bay's got some got some fish. There's some fish in there for sure. You know, there's quite a few guides that go out and just target them specifically. So, yeah, there's some there's some fish out there. Lavaca Bay as well. You know. Definitely. So, what what is your what's your favorite species to target? Can you narrow it down to one, or you got uh, multiples? At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages. Things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. MidwayUSA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com I'm going to say it's time of year. It's time of year? Yeah, it's time of year. Like right now, winter time, I'm going to say trout. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's be the number one. Springtime rolls around. Beautiful suspect redfish. That's, yeah, that's my favorite one. And after springtime, summer rolls around. Summer doldrums. You can get out. Yeah, offshore. Offshore. Then it's kingfish king all summer. And, mm -hmm. uh, what? What's your red snapper in between? And that's pretty much. I could die happy. Yeah, some of the tactics for redfish. Do you do you use like the little mylar teaser skirts with like the little ribbon fish in front of them, or you use like a like halco? Like the, like, I don't like yeah. these ribbon fish only during tournaments. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to use those records. It's pretty effective, but it's just, I hate that smell. I hate that silver skin. All that all crap, everywhere. all them little bitty scales everywhere, and your clothes are funky. You gotta yeah. I hate have it. That's yeah. all they'll eat, and I'll borrow some from my buddy. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But I'll, dude, I like to throw halcos or uh, yozuri. I like the Yozuri's, but dude, when Walmart has them every now and then, they're the freaking bomber wind tamers. They're like six dollars, and they're like they're good size, and they're like silver with a green back with black stripes. Look like a little mackerel pattern, dude. I wreck them on them thing. Those things are yeah, they're like eight inches. They're like they you got to troll them. You got to move pretty quick to get them down good. I like the halcos because they sink and flutter pretty good. The the, the lipless ones, you know. Yeah, I use the one tens or the one thirties. Yeah, yep. I prefer to use the one ten. Uh, a lot smaller hook. Also, get in there. Pretty good. Yeah. One thirties. Feel like I 
when I hook up to one, it seems to be fast and I'll get snagged. Ah, ah, there you go. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I do like to throw those. I'll throw some some poppers every now and then too out there when they're blasting. Yeah, it's. I, I haven't gotten a good popper bite. I've tried it, you know, every time, but it, it's bitter that. Like, if you just get that one to skyrocket, it just makes it everything worth it. Yeah, been surfing at Packery and, and, and seen them do it, you know, 50 yards off the outside the breakers, you know, oh, some yeah. 30, 40 pounders just sky, just launch, you know, 15 foot in the air blasting stuff. And it's like, holy crap, why can't I have a top water plug out there? <laughs> That's usually what I wait for. I wait till I start seeing get caught steady. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's time. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a fun fish. You know, normally you get a pretty good run out of them and, you know, and, you start getting, you know, 45 inch plus, and you, you know, you start having fun with them, you know, and the damn smoker, dang, burn your dang reel up. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think my largest was about 55 inches. Yeah, that's solid fish. That's, that was, and it didn't, it didn't fight that hard. No. It felt like they all fight the same, I feel like. Yeah. You know, I haven't had that one that just wrecks you. Wrecks you, yeah. Yeah. They, they've all fight about the same. Between a forty to fifty-five, I could come. Yeah, I'll get them out. We, I'll take them and ball them out, and oh yeah, normally eat them pretty soon. And you know, I do them in like a Creole. I soak them in like buttermilk with seasonings, and then I rinse them and I put them in like a Creole mustard, and then batter them and fry them, dude. Or then I'll take like the last. I think it's like the last portion of the tail, and soak it in a. Uh, in a pickling brine and then smoke it on the smoker and make fish dip with it. Dang, I haven't made the fish dip. You, the fish dip is killer, right? dude. If you smoke it on the smoker and, and then like you almost like you smoke it. You want it to be kind of dry. And you put it in the food processor and process you know, and get it all, make a big paste out of it. I do sour cream, cream cheese, a little bit of mayonnaise. Sriracha, lemon juice, cilantro, some Fresno chilies, garlic. You can, you can go all kind of ways with it. I like the lime ju uh, the lemon juice in mine with the cilantro. Some people aren't keen on cilantro, but man, that stuff's pretty damn good with some just some spread it on some Ritz or some saltine crackers. Man, it's kind of kind of tough to beat, you know. I'm gonna you have do to bring all kind of stuff. Summer. Nah. <laughs> that what? I'm gonna have to bring you one summer. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to take care of it and, and, and get some, make some dip. I love that stuff, man. That's a, that's like a big staple over there in Florida. They they eat the crap out of that fish dip, man. They make it with smoked mullet too. Like their their mullet over there, are insane. White, it's real. Yeah, 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 they're like the. I'm talking like 30 inch mullet. Yeah, they're big. In, in those in those spring fed rivers, they're they're giant. Those ones over there is like holy crap! That was a mullet. <laughs> yeah, I see it on the menus, man. At the restaurants. Like, yeah, smoke mullet. Yep, believe that. It's, it's actually pretty tasty too. Got a lot of uh, like hogfish down there in the Keys and the grouper fingers. Everywhere you go, in Florida, you got grouper fingers on. The menu. Yeah, those are some good eating little fish, though. Those little rock hides, man. You getting off off tactic? I know if we start talking about food, I'm gonna talk talk about it forever. Just call me the food rapper. Me busted rhymes on the recipes. Yeah, 
So this time of year, just I like I like what you said about the, about the trout. So tell me, uh, share some of your favorite tactics uh, with the listeners out there. So what y'all got? What you, what you I like drop offs right now. Yeah. Grass flats. Yeah. I'll drift across, you know, and fish across a big drop off. I hook up, power pole down. Yep. You camping out for a little while, pick them up. Yeah. Normally, there's one, there's a few more around. You know, yeah. they're opportunistic feeders. There always is, and if I don't get a bite for like 10 to 15 minutes, Just you know, like, cover water. Yeah. Now, I haven't, I haven't, I'll probably try it this year. I got I got like a set of waders, mm-hmm. set of boots, and I might you know just park the kayak and get walking. You know, just like get yeah, the, use the kayak get far and go get to walking. You know, I mean, might try that out. See the boats do it. You know, they'll go and they'll drop drop a whole fleet of people. You know, take up a whole. Oh yeah, they'll stagger them up for up to a mile. You know, drop every every quarter mile, then then everybody will wade back to the boat. <laughs> And then the guys that wait away from it, they'll pick him up and go get him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's not a bad tactic right there, you know? But it's not. They, they, you know, that was the first thing I saw when I moved to Texas was, you know, figuring out, oh, hey, there is rideable surf here. And I'd go surfing and then I'd, I'd drive across and, you know, the causeway in Corpus. And you'd be like, what are them people doing walking out there? Or like fish pass, like the backside, just checking it out. Man, then people are way out there. It's not deep out there. And then you learn, oh, hey, you can wade fish over over here. You know, and you can do that in Georgia in the coastal estuaries. You'd be up to your neck in mud. You know, it's it's all that pluff mud, all them marsh estuaries, and just nasty black mud. <laughs> and the tide swings are like six foot over there. <laughs> Lots of current and tide for a day, most of the days. <laughs> That's a nightmare. I too high, too low. One or two we have here. Oh, I know, I know. It's tough over there, especially, you know, there's um, there's some tournament trails over there. I'd, I'd like to go over there and fish a couple of those series, that Florida Redfish series. They, they, they've had a good turnout and everything, but they just, they have a couple of stops in Jacksonville and St. Augustine, and you got all those, those tide swings over there, and it's just, I think from a safety standpoint I'd be like stoked to run a motor <laughs> and then it, it frees up you know you're having tournaments in when it's the hotter months just less fatigue you know and you, you you're spreading out more oh, yeah. you know you're not wearing yourself out trying to get five miles away from the from the launch you know but with all that current, I would, I would, I would like, from a safety standpoint, to be able to get out of a situation if you got into one, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd like to go over there and fish a couple of those tournaments, for I sure. I like that a lot of tournaments now are allowing motors. Yeah, they're 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 taking notes from the bass side. <laughs> the bass side, I think, the only one that was holding out forever was uh was cats. They are holding out forever, and then cats kind of went under, you know. So um, every pretty much everyone in Texas now is is motors, yeah. and most of all of the bigger national trails, except for the Hobie, the Bass Open series, are all 
allowing motors. And then on the saltwater side, most of them are allowing motors. I yeah. think the Galveston Redfish Series, I don't know moving into 24 if they're going to allow motors or not. Uh, hopefully so. I know they've been getting bombarded <laughs> with requests. So we'll see, we'll, we'll see how that ends up. So, yeah. Yeah, I had to, I fished one of those as an alternate with my, my team partner, one of the, another Jackson Kayak uh, team member as well, Michael Fiorenza. Ended up fishing as an alternate with him for the one of the stops and, um, yeah, that was fun after being ruined with that uh, that 1103, that torpedo, man, and, and uh, having a, I think we did almost 10 and a half miles that day, pedal drive, and I was just like, ooh. I said, I'm waking up tonight with some chart, with some leg cramps. Sure enough, no matter how much, and that was in like, it was hot too. It was like in July or something, or yeah, it was, it was not, not pleasant. Not pleasant. This this summer was brutal. It, I mean, brutal. <laughs> there, there was no wind. There wasn't a lot of wind. No, we had a lot of lot of good days with, with with light winds, but it just got so hot by nine thirty, and it was like ugh, yeah. <laughs> miserable. Yeah, I won. I won that that Port O'Connor stop with one freaking fish, man. It was just like. Pfft. When when it gets like that, it's like just just spare me. Can you have the tournaments in October, September October, please? <laughs> I, I noticed that that like there was there was a bit of a late there was a lot a lot later. Yeah. A whole lot of tournaments. Yeah. It's like, like this whole winter and fall. It's like every weekend up yeah I like I like the tournaments during like late September and October into November you usually get some pretty good days and then the fish are just stupid oh, red October they don't call it red October for no reason like I got I got on them this year too I, that's that's my favorite month over here in the, in the area I fish it near you know around Port Lavaca area that schools on schools on schools this in session <laughs> Got nowhere to go. I'm it gets slow. fun. I didn't go out too much. I think this October. I don't think I did too much. I can't remember. Oh, and I have four Yeah. And, and you got a little. Where are you located at? You're in San Antonio. San Antonio, Antonio right? Yeah. yeah. That's that's what I I I was thought. That's where you were driving in from. So you got a little bit of a haul as well to drive in and fish some different areas. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So I know I know a lot of the guys fish the the lakes up there. I know some listeners you might have heard us talk about it before. Um, there is some uh, freshwater uh, reservoirs here that are stocked with redfish. They can't um, reproduce, they can't spawn, but they grow big and they eat and eat and eat. <laughs> so there's a couple of those lakes around the San Antonio area and uh, they get frequented from the uh, there's a big uh, following and, and crew that, that pretty much targets them. Or did, did you get in on that? Do you get yeah, to yeah. hit it up here and there? Um, I had to try real hard my first bed not <laughs> from those twin lakes. And, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've, I've fished it a couple times. I haven't done it a lot this year. Um, I take my daughter out there. 
eight years old when I first got her on yeah. the I wanted to take her somewhere close, somewhere predictable, where weather is something that does work close for the lawn. Yeah. So, um, mainly I take, I've got the couple times I've gone out there this year, I've taken her out Florida. But yeah, it's pretty, it's kind of, I mean, if you're, it's a good place to go and get keyed in on your electronics if you want to become more proficient with your electronics and yeah. learn. Um, you don't have to go far normally. You just go and run around on that one little corner right there and find the schools and and uh, rattle traps and paddle tails and troll around if you want, cast to them. You know, just uh, it, it, it helps you learn your electronics and learn positioning as well. So, you know, I don't, I don't, uh... Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I don't get to do it that often because I like my fish down here a lot, <laughs> a lot better. But there's actually some decent bass fishing in those lakes as well. I found myself flipping the reeds more than chasing the red fish. <laughs> yeah, I think Bronning is more, more yeah. bass. Yeah, Bronning has more, more uh, and they're like some stout little fish too. The, the bass are all fat and chunky. Yeah, yeah, there's some, there's, I've caught some good ones out there. I enjoy chasing those ditch pickles as well. We got a, a Texas Kayak Bass League. Used to be Southeast Texas. Used to be that. They call it the Alphabet Crew. Uh, Chris Morales and uh, run, runs that tournament director for that. And I fished their, that trail over the years. But they got a man. I don't care if you bass fish or not. But if if you want to come have a fun event man their their kickoff event of the year on on fayette in january is a hourly big bass payout they pay top three places for big bass every hour it's like 500 300 200 or something like that oh, wow. every hour Dang, that's for the biggest bass like submitted time you know so it's actually pretty cool everybody gets together the night before you know Last year, I bought a bunch of boudin and some uh, some sauces links and all that from the chopping block. Got it hooked up, you know. Had a good time with that, and just got to hang out and go fish, you know, fish all day, and come out with awards. They usually got food, you know. It's pretty good time out there, you know. So even if you're not a uh, proficient on the bass side, I mean, Fayette's a pretty easy lake to catch fish on, you know. You can go troll the crankbait around <laughs> the little yeah, points and everything oh it's only about an hour and 15 minutes from my house so from san antonio you'd go east on 10 
and then jump off in Schulenburg, and it's you know yep. north of there, you know, twenty five minutes oh, north wow. of Schulenburg, thirty min thirty minutes, yeah, about two hours, yeah, 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 and then you know we just we wrapped up that we had my event, we never did a the update show, but you know we had that Redfish Greenfish Smackdown back in October, and uh, had a pretty decent turnout for that again. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one next year. Um, you know that's you know Redfish the first day, Bass the second. You know aggregate total was always a fun event. Had quite a few saltwater guys come out and in place. You know they actually fished well. Yeah, David. David, there we go. Dave, Dave won. Yeah, because I I fished it. I just pulled all my stuff out you know <laughs> so next year i'm not even going to submit fish or anything i'm just going to put an entry fee and just run run the whole thing we're going to try to go bigger and better next year i'm gonna get some more sponsors we had you know we had guaranteed payouts on on each day you know that was that was uh separate from your entry fees so you know next year i'm hoping it'll be 500 for the for the first place you know on each each daily leaderboard it was 250 this year, so hopefully we're gonna we're gonna bump that up next year. Yeah, I'm like I'm looking forward. Year, to it. like, it's good to see a lot of the tournaments. Like it's not a whole bunch of new tournaments. It's all existing tournaments that are you know around this. Yeah. But make it easier for like to plan and go to these. I want I want to do your your tournament, and it completely slipped my mind, and you reminded me at. at at the Ray Del Mar. At Ray Del Mar. I was like, hey, remember about it now. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and then it came and I was like, oh, I forgot when it was. And like, we had something going on with the family. Yeah, y'all had something. I remember you messaged me back. Yeah. Yeah, it's how it is. That's, I got to, you know, I'm playing. It's the same dates next year. It's like the third weekend in October, 20th, 21st, 21st, 22nd, whatever it is. It'll be the same weekend. It just, that's the way my schedule falls. So. Hopefully I'm done with the outage. We start an outage in September, and if we're not done, they know I'm not going to be there because I'm going to be there that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, get over it. Uh, you know, start it up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad this could get, like, a lot of yeah, I know it's been slow, like, a lot of, like you said, get monsters on board for a lot, a lot of tournaments and stuff this year. Yeah, I know that, that, you know, we were talking before the show that there's a tournament this past weekend, Wolf's Fishing, he's got a YouTube channel, um, um, and active on Facebook and everything, and all the groups and everything, he had a tournament he put on the Average Joe, he had it last year as well, um, so yeah, I want to, uh, shout out to, um, Christina Sauceda, she, uh, she freaking won the, um, Average Josephine, I can't remember what it was. It was like the chick, the lady angler, the lady angler, the best, the highest place in lady anger, angler. She uh, she actually works at, at Waterloo. She works at the shop there. Yeah, her and her husband, um, super cool. Um, their daughter's on the golf team at the high school here with my daughter as well. Um, she's the booster club president, so we, we met through there, and they're like, you know, she started working at the rod shop. You know, they have a lawn business here in Victoria. Super cool. So they, they got the tournament, the kayak fishing bug, and they're they're all over it, man. And she's she's uh she's up and coming, dude. She she spanked a bunch of guys, man. It's like shoot, yeah, girl, get after it. Yeah, so I know they're Orlando Pena, right? Won it a 
Yeah, Orlando Pena won. I just ordered some spoons from him. He owns that Rip and Lips uh, Lure Company. He's got some pretty killer-looking uh, custom spoons with rattles and everything. So, um, him and his son fish a lot of tournaments. So, yeah, they. He, I think he took the win this past weekend. I, 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 there's some names I haven't seen or heard. So, you know, it, it's a testament to the kayak um, scene is still growing. Because I I see some names that I'm I'm not familiar with. I always try to stay on top of everything, you know. We're, the, we're we're you know there's a lot of us, but it's pretty tight knit, you know. And the camaraderie is always you know we're always hanging out and you know good time and you know good conversation. We share a little bit with with each other, you know, tactics and you know where we found fish or whatever. We don't you know we're not not trying to keep secrets from everybody if I can help somebody you know excel that learning curve you know cut it you know it's always it's always a good thing to um, you know be able to help people out you know without spoon feeding <laughs> gotta make them work gotta make them work for it though you know cause time on the water trumps everything you know how does that yeah. mean go? Don't give away all the information. Don't give it all away. Yep. Yeah, yeah. For sure, man. You got to be able to, you know, things change. You know, I can't tell you, hey, go to where I went today. They're going to be there again tomorrow. All right, them fish move. They weather changes, wind, tide, clarity, temperature, pressure. There are a lot of factors, you know. So learning all that can, can, uh, can get you in the right direction so travel wise just you've been to uh florida a couple two three times this year did you fish the goat tournament this year over there um they didn't have a goat tournament this year. oh they didn't they had some the saltwater slam or some, they, summer slam that runs out of louisiana that kind of picked up on it um, oh yeah 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 the Bayou Coast did the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club Sean Rastanis and them did that and he was bugging in june i had an outage so i was like I can't fish it. <laughs> I try to see if I can. I was just coming off of it, so it was, it was tough. I met some of them there because um, I, I booked like that that week on Florida like months. Like, oh, you were there while that was going on, huh? You were in Florida while that tournament was going on. I was leaving Florida. Oh, you were you had just I left. Captain's meeting. We were leaving the morning of the tournament. And I was oh like, man! Like, yeah. I gotta take the family home. They're all sunburned and ready to go home. You know. Oh we're man. Good. We're good today, but I gotta meet them and I gotta hang out at their uh, captain's meeting. Oh, cool. Or, yeah, I mean, Derek doesn't do it again. That guy said like, my Yeah. You know. I'm gonna have to go over there for this next year. Hopefully, it'll work. Cause my my outage is later in the year, so I should be able to go for something early May, June, July. I should be okay. So yeah, that was fun, man. That that was one tournament I really liked doing. Because yeah. Because it was a build up all year. Right. And that guy's real for a while, man. He's, yeah, he's wound up, dude. That dude gets it going. You think I can get high strung? That guy gets high strung. Yeah, I'm. Man, I like that area. I like the whole all the way. You know, we were in Gulf Shores this summer with family. You know, my sister and brother-in-law my niece and, and my little great niece they all drove over from georgia and met us in gulf shores we got a condo for the week and uh man it was so beautiful 
every day. It was flat. I was like, why don't I have the kayak? I could have been up. Nobody's waking up till 10 anyways. I could have fished for two hours. And, and I got had spot, I got spots over there that I could have went and caught fish. Sun comes up like at 4:30. Oh yeah. Over there. Yeah, it was it was nice, but it was hot. You know, by 10 o'clock it was 92 degrees. Good thing you got a lot of them bushwhackers over there. You drink a buttload of them, gain like I think I gained like 10 pounds on that trip. Oh. Them things are like 800 calories a piece. I probably drank like five of them, but they. <laughs> it's like a freaking rum and Malibu milkshake. Like with ice cream, dude. It's like they're so they're freaking good. It's a little. It's, a, it's like a ice cream alcoholic drink. <laughs> but all the food's so good over there. It's just like tough to you know. You're on vacation anyway, so all them places are cool. It's a, that's a cool little place to take the family as well. Yeah. Yeah. Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, and there's a man. There's a restaurant over there, at Lambert's Cafe and Foley, where they. Like, you hold up your hands and they throw these big freaking, they're like softball sized yeast rolls. And this guy's pushing a cart around and he'll throw them to you. Oh, and then I got, they got homemade apple butter you put on them. Dude. Yeah, I ate my weight and them things. Yeah. So. Oh, homemade apple butter, dude. And them rolls were, I mean, they, they softball size, like for real. They'll knock, they hit you in the head you're going to have a knot. You're going to have a pop knot on there. <laughs> All right, man. You ready? I think so. Quick five. All right, shoot. <laughs> Spurs or Rockets? Uh, Spurs. Inshore or offshore? You got to pick one. Offshore, easy. All right. Uh, one knocker spook or a skitter walk? Which one? One knocker. I've never even bought a skitter walk in my Oh, life. yeah, one knocker. That's the... Yeah. Trailer or truck bed? Bed. All right, cool. I've seen too many trailer wheels fly off. Oh, dude, I know, I know. And hot dog or hamburgers? Which ones? Lips and assholes or ground meat? <laughs> I, I, I can't eat. I can't put anything safe like that in my mouth. I'm eating a hamburger. I'm eating a hamburger. Ah, dude, I can't. I just don't like hot dogs. Now, if I'm like had a fishing tournament and I'm hungry as hell, which we've had before, and they grill them up on the grill. And they're like char grilled, and they got some chili and cheese and a little salsa or something put on there. Yeah, I will eat one in a pinch. But I'm just not. Mm -mm. Give me a hamburger all day with extra cheese and grilled onions and yeah, bacon, 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 bacon. Well, cool, man. Shoot, well, we're rolling up on about 45 minutes. My wife's gonna be coming in. She'll be coming in at the door. You done yet? No. <laughs> No, she's watching freaking Love After Lockup or 90 Day Fiance or whatever one of them dumb shows. <laughs> no, man. Well, I, dude, I enjoyed having you on, man. I've been wanting to get you on here and, and pick your brain a little bit. So it was cool to have you. See, you got your, got your tackle rack back there behind you. I need to yeah. set my, I don't have room in my garage. I got a trailer with like five guys. <laughs> I don't have no room to go in there. Yours are hanging up back there. Oh, you had to move it? Yeah. I know at least it's nice where we, you know, in the summertime this wouldn't have happened in the garage. No, no. <laughs> it would have been done. So hey, you know, 
before, before we wrap up, we'll give you a chance to, um, you know, give a shout out, you know, shops or or sponsors and stuff like that. So um, share the love with for all that, you know. So go ahead, man. You got the mic. Awesome. Yeah. I was, my huge, you know, thanks to my main sponsor is Spin Factory uh, out of San Antonio, Corpus Christi, and, and now Houston area. They've been my main sponsor day one. Uh, and also, uh, Z Pro Lithium uh, battery. They, they just test it up. You know what I mean? It really was to take our feedback for you know, what size battery will work. You know, like, right now, I'm running like a 24 volt 30 and I'm trying to bring down weight you know, on how much I have to carry. And I love that thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com still use my 24 volt 50 amp for like tournaments and like long burns with all fun fishing so we're somewhere close I'll, I'll grab that 24 volt 30 amp still don't have to worry right but yeah shoot yeah man and that's on what what kayak are you running that on an outback all of them man I, I have oh. every kayak that I own set up to where to you know, where you can outback. interchange the motor yeah, yeah I can drop the motor on my PA 14 my my you know, I have it set up on every single one, so take two minutes. Yep, just back and forth. Yeah, I got extra mounts as well on mine. All of my kayaks have their own mount already, ready to go. I have to re pull everything off, pull the bolts off, and all that. I just gotta grab it and go, grab it and go. Good. About to, um, I don't want to say it too loud because my daughter is another one, but ah. she's got she's got a new kayak, but she's getting it for Christmas. Do, so. Oh yeah, is that the one I saw you posted? Yeah, yeah, I just posted that one up today. So she's. What is it? A light tackle? Yeah, it's a light tackle two. Or, or this light tackle two? Yeah, yeah crescent. So yeah. The new crescent that came out, or newer, right? I think it came out this year or something. Yeah. Um, and I think that'll be like you know getting my feet wet with that for her. Like we were talking about earlier. They yeah. Of the crew, because it pretty much. Yeah. The big open deck Yep. Just like the take two with us. It's just man, that thing is it's a wreck boat, but you convert it to a single angler platform and add the motor. I got room for to tend to my fish in the live well in front of me. I don't have to put it behind me, I put it in front of me. <laughs> you know. And the way it just fits right in there, my feet are on each side of it. I can tend to the fish, hold them upright, adjust them, add the G-Juice, adjust the O2. You know, I, I didn't lose a single fish this year. 
many of the events, which is which is good. Because that, that's that half a pound to eat you up <laughs> for the deductions, you know. Well, cool deal, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. And, uh, man, I hope to get on the water with you soon. We're going to have to set something up and, uh, and, and go hit it, you know, chase those trout. You know, it's that time of year. I got some pretty killer areas over here if you don't feel like making it all the way down the, the corpus. It's, it's about the same or a little less over here. We can go find something. Go get in some kind of something. <laughs> Shoot ya, man. Well, cool deal. Hang tight, man. I'm going to wrap the show up here, and then I'll see you in a minute. Yes, sir. See you, bud. Anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.